Hey folks, it is Eric here. As you know, we are uh, we are taking a little break for the summer. We'll be back in late August and we'll have, you know, dev parties as normal and some updates from the road. But I thought this week, which I think is early July, we decided to kind of rerun a bonus episode that we did for our Patreon subscribers back in March of 2021. It's a thing we called The Smells Will Never Smell Again, and it's essentially Vanya and I sitting around asking each other questions. It's it's quite a lot of fun. We talk about, you know, malls and uh, jobs we're really bad at and and bidets and and scary movies. We we do talk about photography quite a bit through it, as, as we always do. It always comes back to photography. If it's something you like, you might like it, I guess. Um, give it a listen. See what you think. We'll be back next week for a dev party. Enjoy hearing what uh, Patreon subscribers are blessed with every month. Hello and welcome to our bonus episodes. If you're a Patreon subscriber on the $5 or $10 level, you get bonus episodes every month. So we thank you so much for that. That really is wonderful. Um, I'm here, as you can tell, probably. And over there is Vanya. <laughs> yes. Hi. Hi. I am here too. You are. You are very are much we, here. What are we doing for the bonus episode? I think you I think you do know this. <laughs> I don't. Actually, I have no idea how this is gonna play out. I haven't really thought of <laughs> my okay. answers, so we'll <laughs> Okay. So we should probably tell them what it is. So what we're doing this this month is we've come up with questions that um for each other. You know, sometimes okay. a lot of podcasts will have their, their subscribers or their listeners write in with questions, you know, to involve the audience more. And we thought that was a horrible idea. So to exclude the audience as much as possible, we are making <laughs> <terrible>. this <laughs> we're, we're making this podcast, this exclusive podcast, uh, as inaccessible as possible. So prepare yourself for inside jokes and inside baseball, but podcasting. And um well, first, Fanya, how, how, what have you been up to today? What are you doing today? What is today like for you? Ooh, well, it's 1045, and I've already had quite a day. My mom came over. <laughs> so what was your mom was doing? Everything and anything you can think of possible. Okay. My mom's like a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs> In like a good way. I mean, she's amazing. She's just like incredibly just Hispanic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I recorded her voice and sent you some of, some of the uh, clips. Yeah, here's uh, here's Vanya's mom giving some some wonderful advice to Marley, I believe. You can always count on her, no matter how bad the shit goes down. So if you have that in in your mom, I didn't have that. So that's what I'm telling you. I didn't have a mom that I could confide in my shit. But you have your mom. Your mom will support you a hundred percent. So be happy and just. You fit anywhere. Don't get that out of your head. So it's good. She's tan bonita, sugerita. Oh my goodness. I love you. Okay, go. Otherwise, Grandma's not going to let you go forever. So, yeah, it's been quite a day so far, but I am home alone right now. Perfect Ooh. time to be recording. <laughs> it is. And how about you? Um,. I, I didn't do a whole lot this morning. I, I bagged up some ECN2 kits and I watched, oh, actually, no, I watched this documentary on on YouTube. It's from 1983 
it was done by an NYU film student in 1983 about the Roosevelt Field mall culture, about the people who hang out at this mall in on Long Island. <laughs> and it was amazing. And it wasn't like looking back to it. This was made, everything about it was made in 1983. Mm-hmm. It's called Mall City Documentary, which is maybe not a, I think it's just called Mall City. And it's available on YouTube. It's, it's really, really fun. I loved it. I loved everybody in this. They, they interviewed people from like little kids all the way up to the old folks that would hang out at the mall and ask them some, some basic questions. He's like, why are you here? Are you, are you picking up guys or girls? Uh, what are you shopping for? And they asked some, some like, you know, do you think mall culture is going to homogenize uh, the United States? And it was neat to get like the, the, uh, the kids and mostly, mostly teenagers they're, they're interviewing, mostly 17-ish. 13 to 17. And so it's really interesting. Uh, they do interview some like some older guys who are, who are just there to like be, you know, to drop mom off, you know, the good punk guy, just, just to drop mom off this hippie guy, just there to like pick up a friend and they drop some, some wisdom on why people shouldn't be in malls. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you really spent like $3 on stickers. I know. And you only get a few, but... When you come here, do you ever look at the guys that walk around? Yeah, always. Always? You ever meet anybody you like? No. No? no. Why not? What's the point of coming to the mall? They're all either ugly or taken. Ugly or taken. What a shame. Did you have a mall, like, in your yeah. town? Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Not in my town. It was, like, maybe 20 minutes away. Oh, that's close, actually. Yeah, yeah we didn't... Um, we, I didn't have a mall close by. The okay. closest mall was either in Bedford or mm. in Eureka. So that's oh, like two okay. hours each way. So I yeah. I wasn't like a mall person ever. I oh, never like wow. did the mall thing. Oh, no. We'd have mom drop us off at the mall or one of our moms drop us off at the mall. And we'd hang out there hoping to see friends that said on Friday that they were going to go to the mall. Because we didn't have cell phones to keep or email or anything to keep us in touch. Well, over I mean, the weekend. you could always use the payphone by the bathrooms, right? On the second floor. Oh, we only had one floor in the next mall. to the Orange Julius. <laughs> we did have an Orange Julius, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah Marley. So that's co- Marley loves the mall, and I feel so bad because I hate. <laughs> I hate the mall. I also worked at a mall for a while. I worked. Oh, at the really? Gap. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. I was a Gap employee for a couple years. I know wow. how to fucking fold a polo, you guys. I can fold a shirt like no other. They don't even fold shirts like that anymore. We, we had a standard. A g- <laughs> <laughs> we played a game in the Gap. And we would have five of us. Like The doors were like really big, right? So we'd have mm. five of us spread out through the, entire, through the entire doorway. And we would walk at a normal pace to be to see who would be the last one grabbed by one of the gap employees asking if they could help us nice and so one of us because there, there weren't five people on duty there's like usually three or four and so two or three of us would always or two, one or two of us would always get to the back and the first person to get to the back would, would win something we didn't really have prizes but we would win the the honor and recognition of beating gap at its own game that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's definitely – you have a greeter, and, and most stores have that where you – Sure. Hi, but, welcome. Let, let me attack you. Gap always seemed just like a little bit more aggressive. They were. They were very aggressive. I was so, – yeah. I actually was – I'm a pretty good salesman. I can 
I can literally sell people anything. I I'm honest. I don't know if that's true. Also, so yeah, see, I'll just see, tell see, people like, mm, see, I don't know if those I two things go together. You instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, okay. I was good at my job. Also, I just I was really into like the mundane, like cleaning and folding. So I would do like the the denim walls, you know, all the yeah. all the. I was like obsessed with that. Oh, wow. Just making okay. every single stack of jeans perfectly aligned. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you working out some some issues there? It sounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but the cool thing about this documentary was that it's on Long Island, and apparently accents in the '80s they still had like very distinct Long Island accents. Ooh. And so growing up in Pennsylvania, I was fairly close to Long Island. I knew people from Long Island, and so the accents were like, "Oh, that's right." <laughs> I don't know if like the internet has like maybe decreased our accents. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe, maybe I'm just making that up. But it was really neat to hear that. Hmm. I might watch it. We'll see. You should. It's so entertaining. Okay, but we still haven't said what we're doing. <laughs> That's true. We didn't. Uh, so what we're doing for this episode is, did we say that? I thought we did cover this. Anyway, even if we did, you get to hear it again because you've probably forgot. forgotten it. <laughs> We are asking each other questions. Yes, we did. We did go over this. Don't you remember that? No. <laughs> okay, we went over this. So let's just get to the questions. Okay. Why don't you? Why don't? Why don't I go first? Since I think okay. I have a few more questions than you do. So speaking of jobs, this is a great segue. What was one job that you had, like an actual employment, that you were just really shitty at? <laughs> I would say a bar server. Okay, why were you uh, shitty at how, how how were you shitty at a bar server? Well, I mean, I think I wasn't that great at it. Um, my brother, as most thirty year olds, uh, owned a bar for a while. <laughs> oh sure, and it was like a um, like Irish pub thing, and we had to wear like little like kilt skirts. Which okay, was your brother really- is not Irish, is he? No, <laughs> no, he okay. he bought it from a friend like that. Oh, okay. Was gonna, uh, yeah, it was gonna close down, and he bought it. So, oh, he that's took always over a, the place. Is it still there? Did it, did he close it down? It's closed now forever. Okay. <laughs> it was a great place though for was a while. It? Okay, but um, I had a problem with. Well, <laughs> you probably know this already. I'm not really good at listening. <laughs> what? And oh, fine. Don't be so hard on yourself. Such a hard time because people would be like drunk and telling you like I want to, and I'm like what? And they would be like, bruh, bruh, bruh. and I'm like what? I would they would say it like three times, and I would go to, and I would be like I don't know what to do. I don't understand what they're saying. I I can't hear anything. It's loud in here. I'm wearing a fucking skirt. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. It sounds like you're just bad at hearing rather yeah. than bad at listening. So, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't I just I could never understand what people were saying and I would always be like, "What? What? What what do you want? What the f- what?" And there's been a few times where I would go up to the bar and I'd be like, "I don't know what this person wants." And they're like, "It's okay. I'll just make something." <laughs> just make That's it true, red. If, if you can't if you can't enunciate clearly what you want in a bar, you probably don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's fine. And it was okay. It was yeah. like I don't know. It, it's it was an odd job to have. I guess it was an experience. Sure. Um, yeah. I think I lasted like maybe a year. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think I was good at it. I think some <laughs> girls like were really good at it, and they could just be like, "Oh, I remember all these drinks, la la la," and I'd be like, "Fuck, 
I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It was terrible. So yeah, that was probably what I was really bad at. How about you? Uh, I worked at a convenience store for years, years and years and years. You don't talk about this. I don't. You really should because you, so Eric has zines that he made when he worked at the convenience store. I do. They're little tiny eighth size zines uh, called For Your Convenience Store. And (laughs) it's, it was, I mean, I was very angry. I was a very, very angry, not like outwardly raging, but like inwardly angry person when I worked there. And I think you, you, it just goes with a job. It's a horrible job. Mm -hmm. It's a shitty, shitty job. (laughs) It's a shitty, shitty job job. (laughs) <laughs> so I worked very badly. I was very bad at my job or I was very good at fucking off and not getting caught. Yeah. Um, I worked at a place in Columbus, Ohio called Super America, which is a stupid name. <laughs> Super America. Super wow. America. America wasn't good enough for them. Super America. <laughs> and it was the first place where I worked where I was overnight with another person. Because the other convenience stores that I worked at, I was overnight by myself. And I loved that. So I was, what well, I loved, it was a convenience store. So I was really worried, like I would, you know, the guy I was working with, he seemed very straight-laced and, and very, you know, he was, he was going to be a cop. You know, that's what he was going to cop school for or whatever. Really? And he was. Like, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was like really straight-laced and really just like by the book. Is and he I was, a cop now? I have no idea. Okay. And I was not by the book at all. And I was an incredibly bad, very bad influence on him. Like <laughs> really bad. Like he got way worse than I did to the point where I was like, dude, you got to do something. You got it. We got to work something. But he was cool because I, I, even then I was a strict vegetarian at that point. And one of the things you have to do in a convenience store is change the ugly hot dogs on the rollers. Like Every other day or so. Ew. And, yeah. <laughs> every other day or so? Well, it was every day. It was every day. Uh, but literally just mm. once a day. And he would do that for me. I mean. <sighs> which is kind of cool of him. So it's just rolling like on the heat lamp for 24 hours? <laughs> well, I mean, the theory is that they uh, that people will buy them. And so there's the rotation. The rotation is when people buy them. And so when someone buys one, you put another one out. But when nobody buys them, they just sit there and roll. And then you can tell. Like if one looks like like raisin logs, maybe don't. You know what? Don't eat any of them. Don't. It's a bad <laughs> idea. So yeah, we. Um, I remember one time he he found a um, he found a like a like a coax cable pl- uh, plug in the wall in the back room. And look at like for a cable, you know? And he was like, I wonder if this works. And I was like, well, no, of course it's not gonna work. Why would we have cable TV at, at a convenience store? So he brought a TV in the next day, a little portable job, and plugged it in and it worked. We fucking could watch MASH all night. It was amazing. <laughs> and so we would take wow, turns, half hour on, half hour off. We, he would watch an episode and then he would give me a break and I would watch an episode. So. <laughs> Literally four hours of my eight-hour shift was spent watching MASH. The oh, other amazing. four was spent just doing really nothing at all. I was really bad at my job, and I <laughs> I, I, I kind of liked it in a way. I mean, but... really, they just need someone to sit there and make sure people don't steal. Yeah, we I'm didn't even do that, honestly. We didn't... <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it's not my stuff. If somebody wants to steal a case of beer, which they did a lot, I'm not going to try to stop them. It's not yeah. my beer. It's not my money. 
I just don't care. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Oh, fuck you. It's funny when you like, you go somewhere. I recently went to Trader Joe's and um, I guess you're not supposed to bag your groceries anymore, which I have like great pride in doing. Like I've, I always bag my groceries everywhere I go because I just think it's stupid to stand there and watch people. I completely Um, agree with you. Yes. It's just weird. Like, I'm like, how are you just like, you're doing nothing. And now they have to ring everything up and bag it for you. Like Mm -hmm. what the fuck? I've got arms. (laughs) Let me use them. No, I'm going to stand there and watch you. So yeah, I bag my groceries. And the last time I went, in there this lady's like oh like you can't like bag your groceries anymore because of like covid or whatever and i was just like kind of like what the fuck because yeah, last weird. week i went in and bagged my groceries and then i looked at her and i was like oh she's like young and cares about her job and like wants to do things like right and uh, with the covid thing i'm kind of like okay i get it like she has to like deal with all kinds of people sure so i did feel bad when i handed her a wad of cash <laughs> Sweaty cash that you got from your sock after from my bra. A from, oh like here you go. <laughs> uh, oh, so what's your next? What's your question? Your, what is your first question? Uh, what is something that you did as a kid that got your like that you got in big trouble for? Um, there's a lot of shit that I did as a kid that I didn't get in trouble for because I was I was very um, sneaky. Not sneaky. I was adorable. And oh my god! Nobody would ever suspect me. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you about any of those things. But I think when I was, I want to say like tannish, maybe I got really into fire. Oh shit! And. I started like melting like fire and like weird shit you can do with fire. And so I started melting down G.I. Joe figures to make them look all mutanty. Nice. Yeah, see, even at a young age, I was in the Devo. <laughs> or Toxic Avenger. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. And so I wanted that, like, oh, he's got another arm coming out the back of his head. And so my dad caught me doing this, caught me literally playing with matches. And he was pissed. And I think looking back, it was probably, you know, he bought all these things for me and here I am just melting them down. But <laughs> he didn't see it in like an artistic way. But I did, you know, my guess. I mean, I just wanted to see, I just wanted to, I just wanted to burn things. I think is what it came down to it. Oh my yeah. God. Now, I, when I was a kid, I was told, uh, don't play with fire or you'll wet the bed. That was always oh. like a, yeah, yeah, don't, don't play with fire. So you got, you got shamed for playing with fire and wetting the bed. It's really good, 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 good parenting there, I guess. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. So you, what did you get in trouble for? (sighs) I got in trouble for everything. So I I can't (laughs) even think of like, honestly, (laughs) this is, this question's hard. (laughs) I, I don't even know. I got in trouble for everything. Also, when I was a teenager, I was living with my mom and my stepfather and then my younger brother and sister were their kids. So I was like, from my dad, my stepdad raised me, but still, like, you know, I was a different kid. Yeah, so you were anything a stepchild. that happened downstairs, my name was called. <laughs> <laughs> Vanya! And I'd be like, I'm in my room listening to The Cure. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> like, seriously, I was in trouble all the time. But I will say one thing that's really great um, because I'm a child from the 80s. So I'll just mention this one thing because this is what comes to mind. I got in trouble, me and my sister, for something. And I decided that me and my sister should run out the front door to avoid 
getting spanked by my mom. Because <laughs> you never have to come back. No. So we're like, ha like we got out. <laughs> and she had like a fly swatter or something. And we like run out the door. We're standing like, like successfully like in the front lawn, like, ha we like escaped her. And she's standing by the door and she like crosses her arms and she's like, you're going to have to come in sometime. And we're just like, fuck. <laughs> like, we didn't think that far ahead. Like that, like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, we don't have like, ba- like go bags or anything. There's no apples and <laughs> highlight magazines. The little, little poke on a stick. <laughs> nothing, nothing. And like, we're like, great. Now we have to go back in. And she's like, she just stood there. She's like, it's okay. I can stay here all all day. And for some reason, we didn't decide to just, like, wait there until she gave up. We were like, okay, I guess we have to go back in, like, now. (laughs) What did you do to get in trouble, though? Oh, my God. I have no idea. (laughs) We were probably fighting. Like, me and my sister were probably fighting. Well, this brought you together then. Yeah, exactly. In terror. In terror. Well, so my mom kind of made a mistake because she put me in gymnastics at – age five six years old so i was very agile and like very flexible oh yeah and so when we came in um my sister like she like my sister made a made a break for the door and she she went through and my mom got her like with the fly swatter or something (laughs) and when i went through because I was so agile from gymnastics, I was able to matrix out of getting <laughs> swatted. And we talk about this actually to this day, like when we have Thanksgiving or Christmas, like we like, remember that one time when mom tried to get you and she couldn't because you're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> just matrix up the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our family gatherings, we talk about how like my mom used to, you know, shoot us with BB guns and stuff like that. Holy shit. Shit. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's she, it's, it was a different time. I don't, you know. It, it was, was a different time. I'm pretty sure that it was never acceptable to shoot your children, but I don't know. Well, if wrong. you're fighting with a BB gun, then you get the BB gun taken away. That was actually my brother's situation, which is a funny story because 20 years later, they decided to re roof my dad's house and they found the BB gun rusted up there. It had been on sitting top of up the there. roof. Yes. Did your mom throw up on top of the roof? Yes. <laughs> she pumped it like 20 times sh- like aimed and shot like i think my brother Giorgio is the one that got hit and then she took the gun and like threw it on the roof they didn't see that part <laughs> and so they had no idea they thought it was just gone forever and then he was like re-roofing my dad's house and and they found it up there <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh my god it's my baby gun <laughs> oh god <sighs> uh. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll do the next question. Um, so you have a favorite camera. Do I? Right. Do you? Do you have a favorite camera? I guess. Yes. Well, right now, I, I have favorites depending on the day, the day or. Sure, of course. I'm the knows. same. I'm kind of the same. What's what's a favorite? When I, when I said favorite camera, what came to mind? What was your? What was the image that came well, to mind of your? Cameras? I mean, obviously, the RB67 is usually my like go to favorite, but right now the Graflex RB Super D is kind of the shit. Okay, so <laughs> either of those. Yes. What would it take for you to trade those away? Like, what camera or even camera equipment would you need to be traded to get rid of those? Ugh. Um, I guess, 
a super D with a graph lock back. Okay, so basically the same thing, <laughs> but a little bit better. Okay, I know. I like it. I like it. <laughs> like in pristine condition, maybe. Sure, you know, like okay. just someone bought it and then it was sealed away. And the, and the, and the, and you're trading it. So they want a Graflex Super D with the old slot backs. Yes. So they just have, like, I have a closet. Is. I have a closet full of four by five, old four by five holders with the slots in them. I don't know what to do with them. Will you trade? Yes, exactly. That's a pretty likely scenario. Yeah, so basically I would trade for a better version of the camera. <laughs> so someone would someone in their turn would be trading for a worse version of their camera. I mean, I don't know. I think my car I think my camera is kind of magic. Okay. So I think it's So you're magical. willing to trade away that magic. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I guess I would have to test the other one. Maybe it's okay. too fast. That's always a problem with old cameras. <laughs> the shutter is just too fast. <laughs> How about you? Okay, so your favorite camera. Um, my favorite what would camera, you right? For? I think my favorite camera is probably the the RB67. Yeah, that's the one I always go back to. It's the one that I feel most comfortable with. It's it's mm -hmm. it's the one that I just really really love. When you you hold it in your hand, you just feel like like this camera is a part of you. Mm. Um. To trade it away, I think if I stopped shooting it, I would just stop 120 altogether. I think that's how much that camera is attached. I'm, I'm attached to that camera. So it would have to be a complete shift. And so it would have to be like a really kick-ass 4x5. And it would probably be one of like the old, like the, um, what do they call them? The Graflex Auto? Oh, Okay. One of those old ass cameras with like a kick ass lens on it and modified to take modern, in big quotes, modern film holders. So, like a graph lock back kind of thing going on with it. So, nobody is going to be, it'd be like, uh, what's his name? Dean, is it Chooch? Mm -hmm. it, like him trading me his camera for my RB67 for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why that would happen, but yeah, I guess, I guess that would probably be it. <laughs> so, next question, Vanya. Okay. Um, if you had to pick one, records or cameras? Okay, so, like, get rid of all of my records or get rid of all of my cameras? Yes. Okay. And can I buy them back at some point? Or is it just like, <laughs> I'm done? Like, I'm no longer allowed to have cameras or no longer allowed to have records. I, mean, I don't know. I guess you could cheat the system and get get more cameras later. But, yeah, I mean, I know that you have quite a collection of records. And I know 2000. that you have quite a collection of cameras that are lovely as well. So um, if you had yeah. to choose between the two. Well, my, my record collection is definitely worth more. Okay. Um. But I think I I use and more and more involved with the cameras. Mm -hmm. Like photography is much a much bigger part of my life than 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 analog music is. So I'd probably go for keeping the cameras and getting rid of the records because I could always do digital if I had to. Mm -hmm. But I like you know I like records like I've you know like everybody who listens to records does. So it would be a hard thing. But I would probably get rid of the records. Mm. You? Yeah, it would be sad. Uh, I'd cry. I would cry and cry. Mm. My Duran Duran collection? 
Can you imagine my life without the Duran Duran collection? Uh, <laughs> uh, so sad. I can't even, I don't want to think about it. Could I keep like some of them? Like maybe the 12 inch singles? Cause I have a really sweet 12 inch single collection. Yeah, but you have to get rid of one camera to keep the singles. <laughs> oh, no problem there. I can, I can get rid of, I can definitely get rid of one camera. <laughs> I should probably, I should definitely do that now. So how about you? Yeah. What, what What about you? Uh, as much as I love my complete Julio Iglesias <laughs> uh, record collection, I guess I would get rid of the records as well. <laughs> oh, no, not Julio. Julio. I <laughs> love <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So you would? You get rid of the records? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. You're definitely more involved. Which is so weird because I love – I mean, music is amazing. But I guess I I have music in my head. I'm constantly like humming. (laughs) Okay. Well, you – this question was the one that you wrote for me. So let me switch it up on you a little bit and ask you, cameras or surfboards? Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess cameras still, because I could still swim. I could still use my body as a surfboard. (laughs) (laughs) You you could, which I do. I mean, I do. Like when I'm when I'm when I shoot in the water, um, you know, I'll ride a I'll ride a wave in on my belly. It's fun. So uh, I mean, it would suck. That would be awful, but. I'm sure I could figure something out. If I was like on a, you know, dessert island, I would, you know, make myself a a board out of like a log or some shit. (laughs) Uh, What are your thoughts on bidets? Well, they're amazing. Um, So I stayed at my grandparents' house or my grandma's house in Italy. And it was the first time I experienced a bidet. Okay. So they had like a toilet with one of those cool flushers that are like on the ceiling that you have to pull down. That's awesome. Yes, yes. It was really fun. You know, when you're 10, you're like, oh, shit, this is awesome. Like, I get to yank a chain. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my God. All right. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I didn't mean it to say it like that. Um, And then there was another toilet next to it. I didn't understand what that was for. (laughs) So That's the water fountain. Explain to me what it was. My sister, like, told me what it was. So you had, like, an Um, actual separate bidet. Yes. yes. Okay. How does – okay. How does that work? So you do your business mm-hmm. and you just drip yourself on over to the bidet? I guess so. Ew. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean, ill? I mean, ew. I mean, ew. You're <laughs> drippy. Like, you, 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 I'm sorry. We're all, we all, we look, we're all human here. Have you seen Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> it's been a long time. What does he do? He's like staring in the bathroom with the toilet. He's just like confused. You don't remember where? That where was he? New York. Why would they? Uh, that's like a joke for like an American going to Europe. That'd be like National Lampoon's European Vacation. That's that joke. Yeah, I guess so. A guy coming from Australia to America. We don't really have bidets here. Oh, in New York they do, I guess. Well, not, not me. In fancy high-rise motels or hotels. I not guess, hotels. but I don't get it. <laughs> So like, like the, the the bidets that I'm used to are, I guess, maybe the Japanese-style bidets that are kind of attached inside the toilet. Yes. And that makes sense. You do your business in the toilet, and you, you do the bidet in the toilet. You yeah. don't drip yourself across the bathroom. Well, you don't drip across the bathroom. You I do mean, if it's you're usually dripping. right next to the toilet. But you still, you got to hover up and then move and like scooch I mean, over. 
well, then you're not done doing whatever you're doing, I guess. <laughs> Maybe you need to calm down and wait a second and wait till everything settles but down. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'm just in too much of a hurry. I, I mean, I feel like this is a personal question. <laughs> it is a personal I could question. Say, I could say, like, what I want to say, but I don't know if anybody wants to know this. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe just keep it, you know. I I, I think bidets are great. Okay. I think that anything that um, keeps you fresh and clean is is good. <laughs> and you use less toilet paper or no toilet paper, depending on how you how you swing it. I guess I don't know how you can not use toilet paper. I just don't. I mean, Some depending. Have, like, I guess if you're them. like really good on a diet, like you know, you eat specific things, but I just don't see how that works. <laughs> okay. What that you might use? say more about you than anything else. <laughs> I mean, what do you – I don't get it. You just use your hands? Like, uh. No, you use the water pressure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I like the ones that dry you as well. They have like a little dryer under there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't have one of those. I do have a bidet. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> I had one – I've had one for several years now. So when, when everybody started hoarding toilet paper – I was just like, ha ha, fools. Because <laughs> there's no reason. I didn't, I don't, I mean, there, yeah, we buy toilet paper, but that's for like, you know, drying up or washing glasses or, you know, if there's little drips on, like when you're hanging up your four by five, uh, the four by five sheets and there's little drips that collect the bottom, these little piece of toilet paper, just let, just catch the drips there. Works perfect for that. Um, have you, um, have you ever like experienced like a hippie house where they had like washcloths and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, they had milk jugs full of water, mm-hmm. and um, and even worse than washcloths. No washcloths. Oh well, and <laughs> Just, then the you know yellow, mellow, brown, flush down. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of makes sense, honestly. It makes like, I think sense. it's such a waste of water to flush mm-hmm. every time you pee. Well, they have those it. toilets, and you're uh, you know uh, you work for a plumbing company, so you know this. They have they have toilets that have like a full flush and a half flush. Yes. I like those. Yeah, those are pretty sweet. Yeah. We did one. Um, it was in a uh, like a captain for hockey team, like the Kings, his house, oh. uh, which they sold like the next year, which is crazy to me. But I remember experiencing like going in the house, photographing some of the work we did. Uh-huh. And in their bathroom, you open the door <laughs> okay. and the lid of the toilet pops up. How? How is it controlled? Is it is it light? It's is there like a light electronically, sensor on it? like it's so a is sensor. It, there's like a sensor on the door. Yeah. And when you open the door, the the lid comes up. That that was that's I I that's neat. Except for when you're in a place that doesn't have that, and you're so used to that, <laughs> then it's just really funny. Yeah. Have you ever like? fallen into a toilet or like no i'm a male that doesn't happen to us yeah, it's just, a, it's just a girl thing oh and guys put the seat down <laughs> i know that, that that women are always telling you to do this and this is from a guy put the seat down and also ladies put the seat down everybody should put the seat down at the end when they're done put the seat down both <laughs> both seats you mean like not the seat the lid the, the seat, lead, okay, the yes, lid the seat and the lid. Yes, that, that is true. The lid. That meant the okay. lid. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because yes, I was like, wait a minute. Down. Am I supposed to lift this? Wait. You shouldn't be using <laughs> the seat. I, have Hover. I been doing it wrong this you, whole time? <laughs> you are. You are bathrooming wrong. Yes. 
You've gone okay. into places where you've seen like there's right and right and wrong, wrong ways to use the bathroom. Oh, I love those. Like, yeah. uh, oh, national, like, um, that, what is the, Canyonlands has it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any place that gets a lot of tourists from Asia will have mm-hmm. them because they, a lot of people in Asia will use the toilet slightly differently than us. I mean, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. So, you know. And honestly, their, their way is, is, is the better way. You know, we we have like the squatty potty to kind of make up for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. Anyway. Yeah, those signs are great. We, do you have a picture of one? We have to share one on the bonus. I, Everybody uh, needs to see these signs. If you haven't I seen might. them, you will see it. I might have a picture of that. Yay. Okay. Good. Uh, your turn. Ask me okay. a question that's going to be embarrassing. Uh, forced to watch this movie for the rest of your life. He hasn't watched either one of these movies, I don't think. So it's perfect. Braveheart or Robin Hood, which is stupid. How have you not watched Robin Hood? <laughs> now, you don't mean Robin Hood, the Men Disney. in tights, not men in tights. <laughs> right, but not Dis- not the Disney version either, because I could watch that literally for the rest of my oh, life. Oh, yeah. No, that one's great. I love that okay. one. But no, but I'm talking Kevin Costner style. Kevin Costner. Okay. Everything I do, I do it for you. Yes. Yes. And Brian Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, I've not seen either of these, but I know roughly the story of each because of being alive. So I think I would rather be subjected to the Robin Hood story than the Braveheart story. <laughs> and I, I know that Robin Hood is probably not completely real. Okay. Um, and Braveheart, the way it's been, uh, um, depicted in the movie, is also not real. Mm-hmm. So if we're doing that, I think I'd go with Robin Hood because I like the the sentiment of of, of stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. So, yeah. Yeah, I would take the Marxist movie over the movie made by weird, crazy, racist guy. <laughs> so there Sounds we good. go. Uh, um, but I haven't seen them. So that's a really weird way to, like, I don't know. I could be completely wrong. And what a mistake. Yeah, maybe. What a mistake. I guess we'll find out. You should watch them uh, at yeah, some point yeah. when well, you're bored. We're, we're going to find out? You're going to just make me watch these for the rest of my life? One of yeah, these. Robin yeah, Hood, apparently. So what about, you've seen both of these, right? Yeah, I have. Okay, what? which one, having seen both of them, Ugh, it's so hard. Why? Why? I don't is know. It, are they both like I, so bad? I still bad think I would so do Robin good, Hood. I, I like Robin Hood. Okay. It, it's all right. I mean, it's, you know, they're both. Why did you pick those two movies? Because you didn't watch them and I know you'd hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, if I picked a good movie, like, you know, something that you would like, it would be so much easier. But these, you both, you haven't watched either one of these, which is insane. And then also just like, you know, two evils. Pick one. Okay, sure. (laughs) Okay. Um, What's your favorite thing about bread? Uh, probably the soft inside, the hard crust on the outside. No, and that's the two things. That's that's two things. What's your favorite thing about bread? Okay, well, fresh bread, the the softness in the middle. Okay, we used to excavate. Like, um, so again, another uh, Italy story. My grandma would go to the market and get fresh breads and bring them and have a little basket on the on the kitchen table. And me and my sister would like make a little hole underneath the like loaves. Like the tiniest hole we could possibly Wait, on the bottom make. of the loaves, the bottom of the table. 
bottom of the <laughs> bottom of the loaves, not the okay, table. Your that would be great table. though. Okay. <laughs> and then we would pull out like the center. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be like a hollow lo- it would you could pick it up and it would just be hollow inside like it was it, the most incredible thing ever <laughs> i fucking love bread bread is amazing yeah oh, bread is amazing. my gosh yes how about you what's your favorite thing about bread um i get these there's a bread company in seattle that makes true sourdough like no yeast in it okay and i'm pretty sourdough picky uh, when I'm just eating a loaf, you know, if I'm just gonna, if I'm using it for sandwiches, I don't, I just want this the flavor there. I don't care how they get it, mm-hmm. but when it's um like, a, like an actual small loaf, I want to be able to enjoy it and really, really savor the the yeasty flavor, or the I'm sorry, the sour flavor, not the yeasty flavor. Yeah, I was like, so, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I know, I'm insane. So I guess I like the first bite, like okay. when you first bite into like the top, like the the crowned top of the baguette. I don't know if there's anything better. It's so amazing. It's so, so amazing. Now, I could say like, oh, you know, bread dipped in things or. Yeah, that too. Whatever. Or, you know, sandwich bread. I mean, I mean, good. Sandwich bread that's like really super soft and and wonderful is is super soft and wonderful. Like a real crispy bread for like another kind of sandwich is wonderful. But I think my favorite thing about bread is the when you're just biting the little crown off the top. So you get a lot of crust, but you still you get to look at the the gooey inside and just like the oh, innards. I'll, I'll be getting you soon. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Bread, the edible napkin. So you. Uh, what's the movie that scarred you for life? As a kid. I mean, you know, so like we've all been there where we watch that one scary movie and it just like fucked us up. <laughs> I don't think there is one for me. I was what? thinking about, yeah, I don't think there is one. Um, I remember watching The Gate. Um, the Gate is this, I think it's a Canadian horror movie. It's fucking great. Uh, from 80, 87, 88, maybe? And now someone has opened The Gate. I remember watching it with my friend, Christian Rosini, and there is a, a spot in it where one of the kids' father's faces like melts off or kind of explodes or it, it's like a melting, exploding thing. And he <laughs> is it like away. 80s melting? It's like what? Is it like 80s melting? Uh no, I think it was a little better than that. But yeah, I mean mm-hmm. probably. But it looked it looked, you know, it was very it was a practical effect, so it was very gross, you know? Okay. And he had to look away. And my dad, who was there watching it with us for some reason, saw that and he pulled me aside. Like, yeah, his, his movie's really bothering him. And as a kid, I didn't like I don't why would movies bother you? It's just a movie. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think of any movie really bothered me. Because I was really into horror. Like I had like I was having like, my my walls covered in Duran Duran posters, and that's true. But for a while, I had I would buy like Fangoria and Gorezone magazines and hang up the pictures on my wall. So it was like really, really gory. I was really into like Hellraiser two, the unedited version because of all the gore, things like that. Uh, so nothing bothered me. Hmm. I don't think I've ever been bothered by a movie. Now there, there are definitely some unsettling movies that I've seen, like. I remember when I first saw Ring, like Ringu, and first saw um, Tale of Two Sisters, which is a Korean horror movie. And there was another one. Uh, what about the Spanish one? Oh, that didn't bother me. The no. the uh, um, 
uh, Pan's Labyrinth. It didn't bother mm. me. I was older though. Yeah, I was that mm. was in my thirties or twenties or something. Um, no, I don't think anything's really bothered me. Nothing really stuck with me as as like, oh, I can't look at that or I can't see that. Or maybe I just knew my limits or gore didn't bother me. I knew it was fake or, you know. So nothing stuck with you? Like nothing like, oh, that's so weird. No, I don't have anything. Like there's certain images that have, I had like, like the, the image in the shining of the people in like the dog costumes giving and receiving a blowjob, you know, that, that sticks with you yeah but it doesn't it didn't freak me out i guess when i saw it as a kid i had no idea what was going on and then as an adult i'm like oh that yeah okay <laughs> so, you how about you did anything stick with you yeah i have a couple but one of them in particular um which i still i thought it was slugs but you have told me that it was worms and it was uh squirm oh I think it's yeah squirm. oh my god i love that movie yeah so that movie fucked me up um I remember watching it and like, I think it was like free HBO week, you know, like in the early 90s when you got sure. like a week of free HBO. Yeah. And so my mom would like bust out the VHSs and we would like record shit. <laughs> yep. So we have like two well. movies on each VHS. It was great. And handwritten <laughs> like what movie uh-huh. it was. And uh, I remember we were, I was watching Squirm. She was recording it. I think she was just recording HBO, honestly, and just like, just probably didn't realize that okay. I was watching this movie. Um, and I just remember how it was terrifying. I was totally scared. Um, just like <laughs> I thought it in my mind, it 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 was slugs or whatever because they yeah. were like kind of fatter and ugh, squirmier. Ugh, I don't know. They're so gross. But this what is scene why in it stuck with me. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, because okay. after I watched that movie, I went camping in Kern uh, River with my okay. aunt. And it was like one of the first times that I camped without my mom. Uh, so I was like probably uh, like eight or nine or so. Hmm. And um, I went with my aunt who was great. She was a wonderful person. Um, but I think I just like after I watched this scary movie right before we went and I just wanted to like be with my mom. I was really scared. Um, and the... The night <laughs> I slept in a tent with like a bunch of people and that night it we got a little bit of a storm and it started to rain and it was windy. And so all these tiny little leaves from the tree stuck to the tent. And so when lightning and thunder would happen, the the tent would light up and uh-huh. all you see were these like slug things <laughs> like <laughs> Slug looking things all over the tent. And I was like, oh my God, squirm. It was awful. It was so scary. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get worms on me. They're going to eat me. It was so scary. You're going to be the worm face. Uh, that's a movie that Mystery Science Theater riffed on. Oh, uh, I should like watch that. Ninth or tenth season. They did a, a really fine job with it. It's, it's a, such a wonderful movie. I remember watching it as a kid. Uh, watching the the original as a kid on like WPIX or something, Channel Nine out of wherever, and oh, I just, uh, it's just one of those movies that you watch with like the we had like horror hosts. I don't know if you had any of those, you know, like the they on on Saturday afternoons there'd be like a a guy dressed up as as Dracula or a guy dressed up as like a mad scientist, and they would be uh, hosting like a, a a full day of horror movies every week. Not like Tales from the Crypt. Um, it was Tales from the Crypt was based on things like that, okay. but these are like mo- mostly local. I forget who we had. Um, I got the New York channel, so it was whoever was in New York doing that. Oh, um, fun! Yeah. 
This is really going to be scary. I'm not kidding you this time. So let's um. Are you still alone? I am. Okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, I see some slugs on the window. <laughs> so since you're still alone, give us your best dinosaur roar. Well, I don't even know. Like, do we even know what dinosaurs sound like? We, there's no way of knowing. They could sound like something different. Without, I don't think it matters. What give us? Give us your best representation of a dinosaur, of a T. Rex. <laughs> it's a higher pitch, you know, because it's little hands. Oh, okay, so higher, <laughs> higher pitch, little hands. Okay, yes. that makes sense. How about you? <laughs> Um. <laughs> you have to get that that breathy at the end. Yeah. Oh my god! The way that you opened your mouth, I could like picture another mouth coming out. <laughs> like very alien. alien. <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh! Can I make you like a little mouth inside, and we could do that for Halloween one year? Oh, that would be so. Yeah, but it has bad. to be shaped like my head. It can't be like the alien mouth. No, of course. Okay. Like a tiny version of you coming out. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so perfect. Well, since that was a short one, I'll ask another one. What is the most difficult thing about doing this podcast? Sitting still and reading. <laughs> I'm like, a terrible like reader still... and I've discussed this before. And yeah. also I, I, I feel bad cause I haven't mentioned, but I had a bunch of people uh, message me about dyslexia. Like, Oh my God, oh, yeah, I have it yeah. too. And thank you so much for like talking about it. And I did kind of, I would like to maybe discuss it a little bit more. I just haven't done any research on it. Um, but it is something that I'm keeping in my mind for, um, some sort of conversation about it. I do feel like there's a lot of photographers that have dyslexia and there's got to be like a reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so yeah, I think it's, I, I stress out. I get really nervous. Um, even when I was typing out my questions, like I could see that I'm like typing things in differently. I just, my brain is working a certain way and um, I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me, but uh, I notice it more when I get really nervous when we're doing segments, like, especially with like older language. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do that. Yeah, we do that quite a bit. So how about you? What's what? Okay, so <laughs> dealing with me, <laughs> what's the <laughs> hardest thing about <laughs> what's the most difficult thing about doing this podcast? Um. Yeah, dealing with you. This podcast would be so much easier if we weren't involved. Oh my god! No, no, no! I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely joking. I'm absolutely joking. Um, He's I think the most difficult thing. I, I enjoy so much of it, and I enjoy the editing. But I think the most difficult thing is probably the editing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I don't. I, I enjoy. I enjoy doing difficult things. And I enjoy having like a project in front of me that I know this is going to take roughly eight hours to edit an episode. Oh my god! And like a main episode, so I know that's a full day's worth of work for me. Uh, and I, I enjoy the work, but it's still something that, um, I guess is, is the most difficult. Yeah. You know, like writing isn't so difficult for me. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> researching isn't so difficult. The, the speaking part of it is the easy part. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I think it's editing or or maybe picking a guest. We spend a lot of time like fussing over guests, mm-hmm. going back and forth about like, do we get this person? Do we want this person? We spend like hours talking we're about. We're doing this. that right now. <laughs> we are doing. We're in the middle of that right now. We're taking a break from it. Uh, so when we turn off the recorders here, we will hopefully figure out who we're getting on for the next episode. I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, I think that's uh, either one of those two things is the most difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how. I mean, you could teach me how, but I would probably probably suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I like doing it. I like doing Ugh. it. Okay. Uh okay. is it mine? It is yours. Okay. I don't want to do the chupacabra gremlin question, so I'm going to keep going. Okay, we can we can go back to it if you want to. But go go on, pick a, pick a question. Uh, what's an album that you absolutely love, start to finish, just smooth transitions, album. or record? Um, I would say there's some pretty obvious ones. Um, Pink Floyd's Dark Side. Yeah. is i think a perfect album there are some songs that i don't really want to listen to again and hear again like us and them i could go my entire life without hearing that again but (laughs) i think one of the things that makes an album perfect is that there are those songs Mm -hmm. you know there's like that variety in there and some of that variety isn't necessarily what you want to listen to on its own um but it goes in at, like together as a whole oh my god yeah everything flows very well together as a whole now that album is flowing that's just that whole point of that album is going from one song to the other yeah um as far as pop albums go i would say duran duran's rio is probably a perfect album um regardless of the version there's three different versions of rio i am not going to bore you with what they did but i would say going with the first u.s release is probably the perfect (laughs) album though that was the one i grew up with and i'm sure people in the uk are all just like no what are you saying i'm sure that everybody out there is saying that oh i'm sure everybody is everybody yeah (laughs) yeah also um i think a lot of times they're they're wrapped up in memories like uh, Devo's Shout album. Nobody likes that album. Everybody really, really dislikes Shout. Hmm. And it's one of my favorite Devo albums because there's such a memory for me attached to it. Yeah, there is memories attached to things, and that's why they stay good for yeah. sure. Definitely. And so I think every song on the on on I think every song on Shout is perfect, even though I'm fairly certain it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? Ooh. Um, well, I wanted to just say something maybe a little bit newer or fresher um, instead of going super classic. So, okay, sure. uh, Blood Visions uh, by Jay Retard. Okay. Uh, that's a pretty amazing start to finish album. Okay. Uh, a lot of the songs, I mean, it's they're all like two minutes long, super short, but really like fast paced. And it's, I love it. It's so much fun. I love that album. It's amazing. Uh, so if you haven't listen to it you should um i want to do like an additional bonus question that's on top of this okay go now do you want to do it now yes i do okay go for it (laughs) uh what's this music the smooth (laughs) music music 
What's the smoothest music transition from one song to another, in your opinion? Don't pick mine. I think I'm definitely not. Um, no, I'm going to pick a live transition. Oh, well, that's like a whole different thing. Is it? Okay, well, yes. I'm going to pick a live transition anyway. No, I that's not fair. <laughs> it is It is fair. I could uh, literally do like any, like there's like a ton of Grateful Dead, I'm sure. That well, I, could... I was going to go for I was going to go St. Stephen into the eleven during like this 69 tour hmm. or yeah 69 70 somewhere in there maybe 68 okay. but yeah that transition isn't there they're the same song and it's such a i love that to the point where i'm not a big fan of early like live early dead it's kind of the only like only part of the shows i really cared for mm-hmm. was the saint stephen 11 transition um and, but when they play saint stephen's saint stephen after that like other tours after that it's not the same because you're expecting it to go into the 11 and it just like, I don't know, it goes into like some, some like shaked out street bullshit or something. I, I don't know. How about how about you? Uh, sky the uh, ecstasy skylarking uh, okay. ballot for a rainy day into one thousand umbrellas. <sighs> yep. <laughs> yep. So good. Even a fucking key change. It's just perfect. It is. You're right. You're right. That is so perfect. That album is another perfect album. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Except for the song Another Satellite. I could really do without that. <laughs> and even Mermaid Smile is kind of like, eh. All right. What's your favorite song on that album? Um, well, the album went through a lot of a lot of uh, track changes over the years. So I'm trying to remember what, what was on it, what isn't on it. Like yeah. Dear God wasn't originally on it. Yeah, and yeah. And they put it it's on it. And on, I'd, I'd say Dear God is probably my favorite song from that era. But 1000 Umbrella is probably – I mean, you can't listen to that without crying. It's just – it's the saddest breakup song ever. It's the best, saddest, happiest breakup song ever. Yeah. Sad music makes me happy sometimes, and that's just like, oh, it just hits me in the feels every time. I love it. Mm, so sad good. songs say so much. <laughs> so, but I, I ask- like a lot of. I mean, I love summer, summer's cauldron. I love meeting place. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, I, I almost named my bookstore meeting place. <gasps> after that, oh. and I was gonna have. It is. I was going back to the English settlement album. I was gonna have the horse. Uh, as like the as the as the shingle. Figuring that like the three people who have ever heard of this album will uh, will, will come into my store and man, someone likes ecstasy. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. So let's Love stick it. with um, music stuff. Yeah, let's stick with a music question. Uh, if 
someone really wanted to get into the dead milkman. We play a lot of dead milkman on this podcast. We play a mm-hmm. lot of dead milkman. So if someone wanted to get into the dead milkman, say they heard like that clip. Oh, what's that song that intros uh, Dev Party? What is it? I, I want to listen to that a lot. Well, that's the yeah. dead milkman. So what album should they start with? Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna obviously say Big Ones Are In My Backyard. It's just an overall good album. And then from there, you can venture off into all the other stuff. Because I really like Bucky Fellini and I like other things too. Like um, You do, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bucky Fellini too. And that might even be a good one to start with. Maybe, but I kind of feel like people would get it faster if they did Big Lizard first. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, and I think I guess that so. might have been the first um the first like tape I had was that one. Okay. What was yours? Um my first Dead Milkman was Eat Your Paisley. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a good one too. And so that would be my that would be my suggestion. That's where Which I started. Which is a year after Big Lizard. Is it? Mm-hmm. Did it go Big Lizard, Eat Your Paisley, then Bucky Fellini? And I then Beelzebubba? So. Let's see. Oh, this is really important. I know. I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> All right. Dead Milkman. Uh, Big Lizard, 85. Okay. Eat Your Paisley, 86. Oh, okay. Um, Bucky Fellini, 87. And yeah. Bales yeah, above eight, at 88? Yes. And then Metaphysical Graffiti, 90? Yes. Okay, and then Soul Rotation, 91 or 92? 92. 92. And then... Oh, my God. Is it not Richard but Dick? Um, In 93? It may have been early 94. I remember when that came out. Well, there's... Now we are... uh, Now we are 10. Oh, that's a Greatest Hits album. Is it? Count. Yeah, that's oh. Greatest Hits. And then Death Rides a Pale Horse is also a Greatest Hits album. Yeah. So when did Not Richard But Dick came out? Come out? 93. Was it 93. And then Stoney's Extra Stout Pig uh, 95. was 95. Yeah. yeah. God, that was their last good. one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, hey, you know. <laughs> I like the Dead Rock Man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and they didn't do another one until, like, the 2000s, right? hmm Yeah. And that was Pretty Music for Pretty People or something like that? Mm, yeah, that was 2014, though. I was going to say, yeah. There was one in, two, let's see, if, are these greatest hits, maybe? Uh, the King in Yellow, Oh, that's right. They did do a, Yeah, they did do one before that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love me some Dead Milkman. Also, um... If you uh, if you want to be uh, if you want to if you like the Dead Milkmen and you want to kind of follow them what they're doing every week on Saturday they do a like a question answer thing they where they each answer one question and they do it on YouTube and it, it's quite fun they're really they're just they're kind of neat people and it's neat to see them older like this is a, this is a band that I grew up with really you know mm-hmm. I got my first Dead Milkman album when I was ten. <laughs> so they were I, – I hardly remember a time in my life where I didn't have the Dead Milkman. 
So I guess it'd be 11, be 11. And so it's just, I don't know, it's neat seeing them now. They're such a huge part of my life. And I'm glad they're still, most of them are still around. Yeah, definitely. Would you rather have a chupacabra or a gremlin as a pet and why? (laughs) So do you mean gremlin or mogwai? Mogwai. Okay, so definitely mogwai. Mm-hmm, adorable. Because but how do you not feed it after midnight? Like, because I kind of feel like animals will just like get into shit. Well, you have to keep them out of shit. So it's you your responsibility as up? a mogwai owner. This is why you shouldn't buy mogwai. <laughs> it's your responsibility as a mogwai well, owner I mean, to take care of them. Yes, I wasn't planning on buying one. I was hoping to like get a rescue. Okay. Yes, uh, you're right. You're. I'm. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Please don't don't buy your mogwai from mogwai stores. Just get adopt, adopt. You know who saved. But usually who. they are not mogwais anymore. They're gremlins by that time. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. There's not a lot of mogwais in rescue. So hold on. Let me. Let me um, a mogwai, if you follow the rules, is just a, a kind-hearted mogwai, right? Yes. But if you feed them after midnight, what happens? They turn into gremlins. Well, no, what, that, what's when they get them wet, right? No, that is when they multiply and they make more gremlins. Okay, but they also, so gremlins are... Oh my God, I haven't seen this and now I'm second guessing myself. I haven't yeah, seen this in a long time. Because there's, there's three <laughs> stages, right? There's the regular kind-hearted mogwai, like gizmo. I really hope someone's out there just like shaking their head like, oh my God, you guys get your shit together. How do you not and know And then this? there's the other ones that are still fuzzy, but they're mean. Yes. So how did they, they came about from being from water, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it? Okay, I they, remember that they, like, he got wet and then, oh, like, he, all those little things popped out of his back. Oh, that was so, okay, if you want to talk about a movie that traumatized me, that. <laughs> those things popping out of his back was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that yes. was disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, okay, so the, the cute, cuddly ones, and then if you get them wet, they, they multiply into mean ones. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder how did Gizmo come about? Was it just through like a, a maybe he had like a, a mommy and daddy who loved him very much? <gasps> oh wait, so wait, but gr- he stays nice. He, he just does. Tr- he just makes gremlins. Yeah, he makes bad gremlins. But how did how was Gizmo made? I don't know. He obviously didn't come out of the back of another Mogwai. No, he didn't. He must have. It must have been true love. <laughs> Aww. I want the prequel to Gremlins now. <laughs> and then once they eat after midnight, then they they molt, they they molt or uh, they get into the, they catalyze into the the regular Gremlins, the, the scaly Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. With the pointy okay. ears and evil yeah. eyes. Have you seen Gremlins too? Yes. I have not seen Gremlins too. <gasps> is that the one he like turns into Rambo? He like puts a like. No, that's on. Gremlins One. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the end of Gremlins One. Sorry, so sorry for ruining that. <laughs> uh, I need to see Gremlins again. I, I saw it. I saw it maybe ten years ago on mm-hmm. seventy millimeter. Oh, fun! Yeah, it was really, really cool. <laughs> so and there's as far another as Chupacop- one that's like Gremlin esque. Was it called Critters? Yeah, there was Critters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, that wasn't as, as fun as Gremlins. No, Gremlins was... Yeah, amazing. that was just a, a perfect little movie there. Yeah. And a wonderful Christmas movie. <laughs> it is. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> a Christmas and nobody remembers movie. that. 
You know, like, oh, we're going to watch Night Before Christmas or, you know, uh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I guess. But Gremlins is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Maybe we movie. should watch Gremlins for our Christmas episode. It has nothing to do with photography, so why not? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and as far as chupacabras go, they're not real. So, of course, I would pick a gremlin or a mogwai. <laughs> So okay, I've got I've got um I've got two questions left. Oh my gosh. So one that I've always been kind of enamored by this this question. What is a smell that you remember from childhood? And because of changing times, and I mean because of somebody dying, like, oh my aunt used to wear this makeup or this 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 perfume, and I'm not gonna smell that again. Because you could, you could find somebody else with that perfume. But what is a smell? That because of the changing times, you'll never, ever be able to smell again. Shit. Shit. That's your that's your answer. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not shit. Yeah, okay. I don't shit anymore. I, like, took this. I got the surgery done and I don't Okay, let's move on. <laughs> We've already had that segment of the, po- of the podcast. Um, gosh, I was, I was going to say there's, like, this... Laundry soap. Um, again, this is a Italian story. Okay. Uh, my my grandma hand washed. We didn't have like a washer and dryer, and she hand washed everything with this like big giant green bar of soap. It kind of smells like mothbally a little bit. It has like this particular smell. Okay. And I actually got a bar um, from Purex to see if it would smell like it, and it doesn't. Oh no! I'm sorry. I literally have it in my hand right now. I just ordered it because I I I miss the smell. There's like a particular smell, and it reminds yeah. me of obviously like my clothes all smelled like that when I was staying there for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I don't know if I'll ever smell that again. I don't think I don't know if they make it if they only make it in Europe, but it's just like this particular giant yeah. green bar of soap, and it has this like specific smell. And I have smelt it like before, like, oh my gosh, this has a hint of it, but not exactly. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Well, and then the other day I was laying on my couch face down and I was smelling my cushion. <laughs> it's always a bad idea. <laughs> it was like in the corner and it has that like foam smell. And I was telling you the, my foam story about the, in gymnastics, we had a foam pit and we'd like crawl in there and like take all the foam out and stuff and it had that like, there's like a particular like particular smell that foam has old foam like dust and bullshit i don't know farts (laughs) mold and farts yes that's what foam smells like mold and farts (laughs) i don't know okay what about you i'm actually very very interested what's the smell okay this is a very specific to the 80s and, Mm. and 70s i guess smell in the mall we had a record shop. This was Listening Booth, for those oh, who, who remember. Booth. I love that name. It was a cute name. It was a wonderful record shop. Um, they had, they're the reason that I have this fascination with 12 inch singles, is because they had a huge section of 12 inch singles. And they would date back. They wouldn't like, it wouldn't, wouldn't be like the top 40 singles or anything. It would be just whatever. And so they had literally every Duran Duran record, every Duran Duran single. And mm-hmm. I bought all of them there, and I still have all of them from there. Uh, it was next to, so you had the smell of new vinyl, which is, mm-hmm. you can still get that smell. Yeah. It was next to a mall pizza shop. Oh, shit. Like a New York style 
mall pizza shop. So not like a regular pizza shop from the West Coast or something like that, but like a New York style pizza shop. And those two smells, if you stood at the where the walls adjoined each other, if you stood there, you got that wonderful combination of new vinyl and the New York style pizza. And it's just a smell that that you know records are coming back or whatever. But you're not going to have a store full of them. They're going to have a huge store full of them anymore, and they're going to smell differently anyway. Mm-hmm. And you, and if you do have that, you won't have it in a mall because those don't really exist much anymore. And yeah. if even if you have it in a mall, you're not going to have a New York style pizza place next to it. Yeah, so, I think most records probably smell moldy anyways now. Or well, like new farts. ones don't. <laughs> <laughs> records like foam smell like mold and farts. <laughs> God, Vanya. I'm sorry. But I love that's just a smell that I'll never smell again. And it's a little sad. Yeah, that is a little sad. You should yeah. try to recreate it. Get a piece of pizza and go into like your local record store. But local record and- stores don't smell like the mall because it was like a mall smell too. Ah, like the like mall that smell echoey, would be like, like weird. Like- well, Echoes have very little to do with smell, but it had <laughs> the smell of people. And I'm sure a little bit of residual secondhand smoke because you were allowed to smoke in malls then. Yeah. And so you had that, but you also had like the air conditioning of the mall mm-hmm. and just everything kind of came together in a perfect cacophony of wonderfulness. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and wow. I guess I'm going to ask uh, one final podcast related question. Uh-oh. Now, before, um, before doing the podcast together, you didn't really have much of a thought of doing a podcast. No, ever, ever. So let's say that you now are, you now have, you know, a lot of experience with podcasting. You've got a year and a half of experience with podcasting. So (laughs) if this podcast went tits up and you really wanted to keep doing a podcast, what would you podcast about? Traveling. Okay. Probably something that would interest me, something I would want to listen to, it'd probably be traveling, talking about certain locations of traveling, hacks. Um, It'd be photo related still, though, I guess, technically, because I'd be traveling for photography. But it'd be more travel based. Yeah, it would be more travel based. I'm kind of working on a fairly big pro. Well, I have a couple big projects. I have my portraits project, which is happening Uh um and then also i have another project that i'm working on right now and it is planning a trip for my mother my mom is 73 and she wants to travel around the united states it's been her dream um for decades and decades and um i think she's kind of kicking herself in the ass like why have i waited this long why didn't i do it 10 years ago so um, I told her that I would help her plan her trip and just help her with like a certain routes that she could take. Um, and she just she just wants to get on the road, like literally in two months. So. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So this is like happening. Um, I think she's just going to do a starter trip for a couple months and then kind of decide next when like when winter happens, she's going to come back and kind of um, decide how she wants to continue um, traveling and stuff. It's really exciting. I'm, it's I'm so really excited. It's really exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm happy for her. And I told her, I was like, hey, I'll like trail behind you, you know, and meet up with you every 
you know, every couple stops, I'll stop at like a regular campground with her um, so I can shower and just keep an eye on her, make sure everything's good, but give her space. And plus, I want to photograph anyway, so she can do her thing and I can do mine and we'll just meet up, kind of do like base camp every like week or two. So I'm really excited about it. I'm very happy. That's so And honestly, it's just like, I mean, my mom's, my mom's camped with me and we traveled my whole life. I've been traveling my whole entire life. Um, Not necessarily for fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I have traveled and I do love, I do love to travel and that's because of my mom. So when she told me about this, I think she was nervous that maybe like all of, she has six kids all of us wouldn't be like down for it but yeah. she knows she could talk to me because i'm like yeah just do it because i've always been just like just do it whatever you want to do just do it are, are some of her kids I mean, except giving her mur- <laughs> don't well, murder yes, people of course are, are some of her kids giving her like uh flack about it i think just because she's older sure are they you know? are they like i mean i would understand being concerned Yeah, I think they're just – some of them are um, probably a little concerned um, because she's a lot older. But I, my mom – but everybody, everybody knows that my mom can handle herself. Like she's kind of incredible. She's an incredible woman. So um, she can deal with any situation possible. I've And I learned some of that from her. I'm not as amazing – I mean she's a complete badass. But, you know, she's – so I know she can do it and I I want her to – like, why not? Yeah, why not? Just do it. Why not? We're only given uh, so much time on this on this earth. Let's let's uh, travel or let's do things that we want to do. Yeah, if if you don't want to travel, that's fine. You know, do things that you want to do. Yeah. Like we had this discussion the other day. Like, why do people have like Bentleys and stupid cars that are meaningless? And yeah. It's like, well, if that was your dream and you wanted it, regardless if you use it or not, does it matter? If that was your dream, then live your dream. I guess so. Or get better ones. <laughs> I don't know. I had a Ferrari and a Porsche on my fucking wall when I was a kid. Did you really? Oh, hell yeah. I had car <laughs> posters on my wall. I was into the, like, every every 80s boy who wasn't into Ferraris. I had the Lamborghini Countach was, like, yes. the car. Like, oh, my God. It was such a ridiculous. When I, when I saw one in so real life. Stupid. Ridiculous car. Such a ridiculous car. Ugh. Yeah, but, you know. I had I had for, like full posters of mm-hmm. cars for a while there, and then I got like super into like unicorns for a while, <laughs> like Lisa Frank unicorns or no, like legit like unicorns, like, like real, real unicorns, okay. <laughs> like real ones. <laughs> gotcha. And Pegasuses, of course. Of course, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is fun. Do you interested in my answer to this? No. Okay, that's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, if I weren't doing all through a lens and I wanted to continue podcasting and it wouldn't be photography, my first choice would probably be a Tolkien podcast. Yeah. My friend I Ryan and I almost that. did one. I had a <gasps> I had we had plans. I even had a freaking theme song. Who are the 
work it just didn't work out scheduling and all of that we were gonna it was gonna be called the miserable person's guide to tolkien because during the oh god i think it's the ralph bakshi version of lord of the rings i think one of the orcs says who are these miserable persons i think it was one of the orcs and so we we liked that a lot and we were going to use that as the name of the podcast i think you should still do it that's amazing i i think i have enough on my plate as far as podcasting goes <laughs> you could do two podcasts no i couldn't <laughs> <laughs> if it were just like a, a like a bullshit podcast you know like just bullshitting like we're doing here yeah fine but no we're doing we're just, we're just bullshitting me. Each this other. isn't bullshitting <laughs> we're bullshitting <laughs> uh, if it were just this I yeah i could do this is interesting i don't know if they will <laughs> they should, right? I hope so. I don't know, but that's that's it. That's that's all the questions we've got. We're we're running close to an hour, an hour and a half. So we should probably let you go. Ooh, let you guys. Uh, I don't know. It's around noon, I don't, so get some lunch yeah. together. Ooh, that sounds actually really good. Yeah. I don't mind if people want to ask questions and like people from Patreon want to ask questions. We should weave them into some of these bonus episodes. Even yeah. if we're out shooting, like we should weave in a question or two. So if you guys yeah. actually do have serious questions that you would like to ask and we could respond or non serious bonus. You know, clearly uh, you we're not can- just about photography. Yes, you can definitely uh, send us your questions uh, and we will uh, answer it on the next bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And if you have any ideas for bonus episodes, we're always open for that too. Uh, I think just casually chit chatting is really easy and wonderful. And that's probably why we do it. Also, I think, I hope you find it interesting as well. But it, that is why we do it. It is easy to do. But if you do have other ideas, uh, we are definitely opening, open, opening to them. We're open to them. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't have to, we don't <laughs> have to do them. No, no, no. Like, I no, I I am open to them. I mean, these are how our conversations. This is basically this is how just we talk. a this is just a regular conversation. For this us. is how we, we talk this, to each yeah. other all the time. We would do this, and this every is kind day. of how we start uh, writing. Sometimes we'll just like get on and we'll just start bullshitting. Yeah, and just talking, and then something will just appear out of nowhere. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, with that, uh, I'm going to get this edited and get it up today, I think, hopefully. Oh, how exciting. It is exciting. Maybe not today, because I just put the dev party up. I'll I'll do it maybe. Maybe I'll do it Tuesday. Ooh, like that. Okay, but I actually do have one more question. Oh. Oh, a sneaker question. Sneaky question. What are you having for lunch? Because I'm hungry. I I don't know. (gasps) Oh. I don't know what I'm having for lunch. Maybe a burger, okay. or maybe uh, maybe pot stickers. Hmm. I might have pot stickers. Are you over broccoli? Are you scared of broccoli now after the food poisoning incident? No, I don't know what gave me food poisoning, so I don't know what to be afraid of. So I'm just going to be not afraid of anything. <laughs> so probably a good choice. I do have broccoli. I could do that. I guess I'm not really feeling it today, though. I'm like doing broccoli, broccoli today. Broccoli tofu stir fry. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I'm doing. Are I'm going to use the black ketchup. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like black ketchup. Yeah, because you didn't get the right one, so Well yeah. I know. You have to I told him that he has to get a specific type of sauce. And then he goes out all willy nilly and just grabs any sauce he can find and doesn't well, get the one I told any him sauce. to. It was black ketchup. What is it what is it actually called? Is it sweet soy sauce? Is that what yes. it is? Yeah. yeah. I got another brand yeah. of sweet soy sauce and it was not to my liking. Okay, but y- Everybody knows, especially with like teriyaki sauces and things like that. Like if you tell someone specifically to get a certain oh one, they all taste different. You have to get they, the one that I told yes, you to get. I know. <laughs> so that's your fault. <laughs> it is my fault. Why don't you buy me a bottle of it and ship it up with my lens and my my back? <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Please. I might. I might. I need, still I need use those it. back at some point. <laughs> nah. I do. I really do. <laughs> Yeah, don't let don't let me borrow things because it takes me forever to ship things back. <laughs> it does you're really? Have you, did you get a box yet? Even I I have an Amazon box, okay. and I have um I have the stuff in a box. They just it didn't fit. I have other things to send you. Um, Brandy sent me two rolls of Ultra Fine four hundred or one hundred. I can't remember. Oh, it's seriously. In my fridge. Yeah, I told you that. Like a, it was a it was a while ago. Okay. Wow. Okay, that's so cool. So I'm saving one roll for you, and I was gonna send it also. Oh my god, so, that's really sweet. Thank you. So be patient. <laughs> I will be patient. I will. Hmm. I might change my mind. We'll see. Oh no. Myself. Ah. Okay. We are going to let you go. Um. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we- <laughs> let's do this every day. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support on Patreon. That really means a lot to us. Yes, We've actually been able to uh, improve, and if you've heard, but uh, I sound better. Yeah, uh, you do. We got we got a really nice mic. Um, we'll probably be getting Vanya one after we pay. Uh, I think we have some web hosting fees that are coming up. We we'll pay those, mm-hmm. and we'll get her a mic as well. So thank you so much for what you do. It really makes us happy. And we just love doing this. We really, really love doing this. So, yeah. yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been like or such a great experience. It has. Um, yeah. Just meeting all these people and then in, being able to fund this, uh, you know, with everybody's support has been just it, – it feels like they want to listen. <laughs> It does, it, it, and it's a it's a weird. Uh, well, I think in some ways a little bit of imposter syndrome going on here, mm-hmm. where I was like, well, I can't believe people want to pay for this. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I mean, I do, uh, I, I do think that we're helpful, and and we are, we do research very well, and mm-hmm. I think it's. I just told my mom to listen to our latest episode. Um, oh. I told her that she would like it. I think she so, would. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm excited to hear what she thinks about it. Let me know. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, we're going to let you go. So thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you next month for a, what do we call these? Snapshots? I think so. Another snapshot. I think we call them snapshots. Snapshots. So thank you, even though it's probably longer than all of our episodes. Bye! (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.